Hi, I'm Uncle Milty with an important message called the Four Agreements. The Four Agreements are be impeccable with your word, don't take anything personally, don't make assumptions, and always do your best. Imagine that world if we all live that way. Uncle Milty for hearingandbraincenters.com, 435-612-1023, hearingandbraincenters.com, 435-612-1023. Hi, everybody. Go to the bottom of my homepage. You're going to see an ad for Z-Stack, Dr. Zelenko's new vitamin supplement that combines zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. All of those things that we talk about on the show, he has combined them into one supplement. Dr. Zelenko is a board-certified physician in New York. He was the one that gave ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to Trump and told him about that, and he was really the guy that started the frontline doctors. Dr. Zelenko formulated the Support Your Immune Function supplement. Zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Take this every day. This is a great combination of a supplement that you can take of all the things we talk about on the show. This is an amazing product to keep you well and make sure that you go get this. This is also manufactured in the USA. Head and order this. Go to the bottom of my homepage at katedallyradio.com. Today's weather, sunny with a 100% chance of government overreach. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Waterford is mirroring the COVID situation across Ireland at the moment. Extremely high vaccine uptake, but stubbornly high infection rates. I'm honoured to stand here today with dedicated colleagues from within the Department of Justice as well as beyond it to announce a historic settlement with Pfizer Incorporated, a pharmaceutical manufacturer and its subsidiary pharmacy and Upjohn company, arising out of civil and criminal allegations relating to Pfizer's allegedly illegal promotion of various drugs, most notably Bextra. In a combination civil and criminal settlement, Pfizer has agreed to pay $2.3 billion, the largest health care fraud settlement in the history of the Department of Justice. They didn't just implicate Pfizer. They actually identified and charged the senior managers who were responsible for the fraud. The Pfizer CEO speaking at the New York Times Deal Book Conference. There is a very small part of professionals which they circulate on purpose misinformation so that they will mislead those that they have concerns. Those people are criminals. They're not bad people, they're criminals because they literally costed millions of lives. Hi there, welcome, Kate Daly Show. Oh man, do I have a week for you. The rest of the week is just jam-packed with just incredible Guess I don't even know what to say about this week. Woo! We need to we need to run this on a rerun um, eventually too because it's going to be that good. Uh, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Happy to have you. I don't like to talk about myself in third person. Just welcome. <laughs> How about that? Uh, it's weird when the show has your name in it because I feel like I'm talking about myself in third person all the time. Um, so welcome to the show. I have so much for you. In fact, let me just give you a few updates. That clip that you just heard when he was talking about this. Here we go. In a combination civil and criminal settlement, Pfizer has agreed to pay $2.3 billion, the largest health care fraud settlement in the history of the Department of Justice. Yeah, yeah, we forget about that. I mean, it's, it's Pfizer. The same people that are telling you you're a criminal now. You got that, right? 
You're a criminal, says the CEO of Pfizer, if you do not say it's safe and effective in the middle of a trial. We're in the middle of a trial, but they've already summarized that it's safe and effective. That is some crystal ball. Here's his comment again, that we're all criminals for saying otherwise. So those adverse reactions, those deaths, yeah, don't you dare say they happened because you're a criminal if you do. On purpose, misinformation, so that they will mislead those that they have concerned. Those people are criminals. Oh, we're criminals. Did you know that? Yeah, smooth criminal. Um, I think he's a criminal, and I think Pfizer's uh, um, staff and CEO are criminals. But, you know, pesky little facts. I also just wanted to play this for you before I launch into Utah News. This was such a fascinating clip, and I really want you to hear the last statement or the last couple statements. Just listen to Bill Gates describe the biggest problem that he sees. Okay? Not Dr. Bill Gates. The Bill Gates that is the computer nerd who has Asperger's, who all of a sudden is over now your health, your well-being, and your education. Listen to what he says is the biggest problem that he and Melinda uh, were solving at the time. This was a few years ago. Here we go. In this year's annual letter, Melinda and I take the toughest questions we get asked. Listen up. And give our answers. One that's come up for a long time is, as we make the world healthier, is the population going to get so big that feeding everybody and maintaining the environment is going to be impossible? Here we can see a chart that looks at the total world population over the last several hundred years. Here's where it gets interesting. And at first glance, this is a bit scary. We go from less than a billion in 1800, and then three, four, five, six, and 7.4 billion where we are today is happening even faster. Hmm. So Melinda and I wondered whether providing new medicines and keeping children alive, would that create more of a population problem? How is that? What we found out is that as health improves, families choose to have less children. What we found out is that as health improves, families choose to have less children. Really? And this effect is very, very dramatic. We find that in every country of the world, this is repeated. The population growth goes down as we improve health. Oh, as poison increases, people are sterile and can't have children. That's really what he should have said, right? Because he's the guy, the computer guy, that's going to introduce all your new medicines to you. Wow. So I wonder if he can back that statement up. The crazy statement that he made, this one. What we found out is that as health improves, families choose to have less children. Really? As your health improves, you don't want to have any more kids? You don't want to share your life with all of your children? So as health improves, this is like a statement of fact, he he says, as your health improves, you don't want to have any more kids. How about you can't have any more kids? How about you can't have any more kids? Let's call it what it is. He's saying a statement that is not factual, (laughs) that is in his head justifying his poison that he's sending out all across the globe so that he can reduce the population with healthy, with health, with health. How do you reduce the population with health? You wouldn't. You would be growing the population the healthier they are. This man is sick. There's something wrong with his head. 
Anyway, I just had to play that clip for you. I will put the clip right now on show notes as I'm talking because I want you to have that clip and share that. It makes zero sense. Obviously, when you're listening to it, you're going, wait a minute, what? You make people healthier and they don't want to have any kids. What? Okay. Um, And by the way, that's the biggest problem he can see. Like, I see dead people. You know, I see population growth as my biggest problem in life. Think about this. When was the last time you thought of population growth as your biggest issue? Okay. The other thing is this. uh, They voted yes on redistricting. No surprise there. And and then um, also, by the way, that clip that I played, that clip um, from Pfizer... Uh, It was 2009, biggest lawsuit in history. Biggest lawsuit in history by the Justice Department. Um, Did they go to prison? No. They really didn't. So it was a settlement. Biggest lawsuit in history and all you do is settle? Wow. You harm people and all you do is settle? What about the families that lost someone? Right? And uh, did the government just keep it all? Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so we have a lot going on. We have, um, by the way, I just wanted to let you know, we have uh, food supply, a guest on the food supply who's right in the hub of a company that is dealing with food supply issues every day, a food company. He's going to be on tomorrow. We have a Lily. Um, remember her? She's from Colorado, Lily Tang. She'll be speaking tomorrow night at the Red Lion on her life in communism and coming here to America. She'll be on my show live in studio tomorrow as well with Chris Ann Hall as well. Chris Ann Hall, not live in studio, but on the phone. Um, also, I have... Um, tomorrow on Alex Jones, I have uh, on Alex Jones, I have Dr. Brian Artis specifically talking about the monoclonal antibodies and beware of the death rate percentage on monoclonal antibodies that we invited the military. You guys remember this from Monday? They announced that the military is going to be giving this now at um, at, at all these beds that you can that you can get in St. George, Utah. So I just wanted you guys to know, be very aware of the danger of these things because they're not giving informed consent. And they're saying, again, safe and effective. Are you going to trust these guys again? Safe and effective? Safe and effective? All right. And then also... Um, what else do I have? Um, oh, Dr. Meryl Nass is coming on the show, and she is a biologic. Wait, let me get this right. She is a uh, board-certified internist and biological warfare epidemiologist. She's an expert on anthrax, and she's going to be coming on sharing the illegal illegality of many aspects of the vix- uh, vaccine. Um, also, dispensing with informed consent. How are they doing it? And um, how are they uh, avoiding licensing products? Yeah, to not get sued by not licensing the product. So there's so much to know. I'll take a caller, and then I have two guests, Sophie and Jen, that you're going to love listening to because they have a lot of information for you. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Kate. Hi. I just wanted to add something. Sure. Um, in case people don't know, tomorrow at the Veterans Day Parade, oh, yes. um, we're meeting at the Washington, the Washington City um, Community Center, like across from the library at mm-hmm. 845. Okay. Um, for the Veterans Day Parade, and we are marching for medical freedom, and it's in the Liberty Action Coalition float. Nice. I believe it's number 46. Oh, beautiful. So if anybody wants to join us. Beautiful. And you can make a sign, or you can just come. The whole point is we are supporting our veterans mm-hmm. whose mission it is to protect 
our rights. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> imagine. Incredibly relevant. Imagine that. And it, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's our way of participating in the worldwide strike. Also, there's another IHC rally on Saturday at noon, mm-hmm. and we're just going to repeat what we did last week. Perfect. We're they need, to, again. They need so to see it. They need to see go. how um, Nazi they're being. Yeah. And then also, I, I just wanted to um, um, say again, the location, time, everything tomorrow for the Veterans Day Parade. Yes. So we're meeting at 8.45. Uh-huh. If you can't come then, you can come okay. a little later. I don't think the parade starts until about 9.30. Okay. But 8.45, Washington City Community Center. Okay. Um, Veterans Day, Saturday at noon. Okay. At the, the new IHC hospital Perfect. on River Road. Thank you so much, Laura. Really appreciate Great. you. And uh, love it that she calls in with those updates. I'm going to go to a break in about uh, about one minute. So hang on because we have a lot to go over. And also, uh, I just wanted to mention, too, we have Sophie and Jen coming on. Um, oh, huge shout out to Rex Ship. Walt Brooks and Travis Sigmiller for going around right now today as we speak and uh, making sure that uh, people are reminded about Dixie history and heritage. Um, Travis's uh, father speaking out, uh, George Staley speaking out, um, so many people um, speaking out. And I really appreciate this. Tom Sigmiller, thank you to all of you who traveled up there yesterday, who wore the red, who are trying to say no cancel culture here. I mean, come on, this is a no brainer. Give me a break. This is just, it's a lie. Everything was built on a lie based on a lie. And so Travis and Walt and um, Rex Ship, thank you. Thank you for doing what you're doing up there. Really appreciate you guys in office trying to connect with other people up there to tell them who we are down here and to stop using a cancel culture to get rid of uh, what we have down here and our legacy down here. Thank you for that. Really, really appreciate. Big, big, big shout out to representatives uh, Brooks and Seg Miller and Ship. Thank you. Thank you. And then um, also... um, we should be hearing about that. By the way, the governor trying to change the, the flag to the governor's flag. Not a narcissist, right? Not a narcissist trying to change it to the governor's flag. you got to love this guy. Anyway, be right back. Kate Daly Show will be more with Sophie and Jen when we come back on elections. You're going to want to hear this. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. You can run on for a long time. Hi there. Now that's the truth. That's one thing I rely on in life. That's factual. Um, Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Today, Melissa. Today, Susan. Uh, I want to talk about border tunnels today. Um, I've got so many whistleblowers coming in to me right now, and it's so crazy. You can actually email whistleblower at katedalyradio.com. Three words, katedalyradio.com. Tell your story. We will get back with you. I have a couple of people looking at, at, at that so that we can get your story that are with the show, of course, and we'll get your story out. And uh, a lot of people want to be on air. A lot of people want to tell their story, and that's a great place to do it um, because then we'll contact you. Whistleblower at 
and you can stay anonymous, use a fake name, I don't care. Um, and you can even use the name Chuck Schumer. We'll just all think you're Chuck Schumer. Um, so make sure that <laughs> make sure that you go to whistle um, email whistleblower at katedallyradio.com if you need ivermectin or any of those things like budesonide, go to uh, email Susan at katedallyradio.com. Susan at three words katedallyradio.com. She is fielding those and she will tell you exactly how to get it right now. Um, and uh, also, I just wanted to uh, to mention Auto Body Central. Auto Body Central, amazing guys, amazing patriots, know what they're doing. Milty has had his car fixed by them, and he absolutely adores them. Can't stop talking about them. He loves them, too, as much as I do. These guys are so good. Give all your business to ABC Auto Body Central. They deserve it. They work hard, and they're honest, and I love that about them. Auto Body Central in Washington. All right, Sophie and Jen. Welcome back. You were here last week. We're going to do part two, baby. We're going to do part two of this. And I'm so glad these women are on it. These women um, really, they don't just talk the talk. They walk the walk. And what I mean is they are right there on the ground doing what everyone should be doing as a concerned citizen. Sophie and Jen, welcome. Hello, Kate. You You bet. Let's go. I can't wait to hear what you guys have. This is all about elections. We need to know what's going on with our election situation right now. Okay, well, November 6th, this past weekend, we had some really, really amazing speakers. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth Keschel, Draza, Jovan oh, Pulitzer. Yeah, that's right. Yes, oh, it was amazing. If people have not seen the data, it's available at utahfreedomcoalition.org. Okay. I highly recommend everyone Utah look at it. Utah Freedom, specific Utah data. Freedom Coalition. Coalition.org. Got it. Dot org. It is insane. The, the, the many different ways that our le- election should be questioned right now mm-hmm. from every different angle but anyway that was an amazing event um some of the things that sophie and i want to talk about today are things that we didn't get a chance to talk about in that e- in that event okay and uh starting with we'll just start with governor cox it's yes. always a good place to start when we're talking about strange things yes um, mm-hmm. so yeah of course what we all know governor cox uh when he was a lieutenant governor was appointed Mm-hmm. Not elected, he was appointed, right? That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Was appointed, yes. And what's interesting is that he took the place of Greg Bell, who was a lieutenant governor who resigned that year. Greg Bell was also appointed in 2009. You know what? They love appointing because if they find out somebody's leaving, the best thing you can do is appoint somebody and then they're they're typically going to stay in office. Exactly. exactly. It's like a strategy. It's a technique that they use. Yeah. It's a pattern. Yeah. It's a pattern from, yeah. you know, all the lieutenant governors end up being governors themselves, except for Bell. And whether he was pushed out or wanted to get out, we're not right. really sure. The point is, I think they wanted Cox in at this yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. And that was interesting. That was October 2013. And you got to ask yourself, why are so many of our lieutenant governors appointed recently, right? Right. And, and governors offered. So we want to go backward just a little bit in history. And Utah's unique because we have lieutenant governors instead of a secretary of state. That was changed in about 1976. And what it did is it shifted more power to the executive branch of the government. Okay. And in 1980, Utah made a constitutional amendment to include the lieutenant governor. And what was interesting too, is that from there thereafter, the lieutenant governor ran on the same ticket as the governor. In other words, they came as a set. It didn't used to be that way. Jeez. All by design, all by design. Absolutely, all by design. Of course, for sure. 
Yeah. Well, and something that makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up is this um, bill that was drafted and sponsored and passed Mm -hmm. in 2013. Which again, which is right where Governor Cox, I mean, Lieutenant Governor Cox has installed. Yes. It's important. And um, so SB0025 and some of the very fascinating parts of SB0025 in 2013 was it um, gave the authority and the um, power to our lieutenant governor to run elections. And um, and the whole the whole basis of turning this power over was it's you have to be in a state of emergency. for this to occur well it's so frightening because this was in 2013 and they're saying in a state of emergency our lieutenant governor gets to run elections so this allowed cox governor cox to run his own election to become governor and what's interesting about that Hmm. that bill as well is it mentions mentions hospitalizations if there's hospitalizations we can change our elections um, uh, that's really it's, scary. It was a little interesting. I mean, 2013, and then when did COVID happen? Hmm. Right when he runs for governor. Jeez. Yes. All these kinds of so, things. It's kind of huge. And we weren't. Utah wasn't the only state to run this law. Uh, there were Georgia, and you will if you if you ever follow the voter mm-hmm. audits and things that probably should be audited. We've got states like Georgia, Pennsylvania. Washington, California, all had similar laws put in place around the same time, allowing this shift of power and this emergency, state of emergency to dictate changes in elections. But it wasn't just this one bill. In fact, that same year, they had another one that came up. That was basically the same exact language. It makes you feel like no matter what, the powers that be were determined to get this bill passed so Lieutenant Governor has the power of our elect over our elect. And so intent were they on this. That- and we live in a conservative state. I just wanted to remind everybody for like ever. I just, you know, <laughs> we don't live in California. This is or a conservative state where everybody pats you on the back and says, I'm your neighbor and friend. Look at my lovely family on the poster. And I believe in you and I like America. And we're all Republicans and we're all um, conservatives. I just that, I just wanted to remind people about the history of the state. Pretty much that's it right there in a nutshell. Go ahead. Exactly. Well, and it wasn't just these two bills. We have a group of a group of us who are actually looking at the election bills, and we've found over 201 election bills passed in Utah since 2010. How many? Two- 201 and counting. Wow. And and all of them, in our opinion, and I think it would be mm-hmm. everyone's opinion, is it's getting us farther and farther away from election integrity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, why? I mean, wh- what else is the bills going to what are they going to do? I mean, the only only way they could drive that train is away from it, because we already have we were supposed to already have election integrity. So every dig they do at it then creates more bills, then creates more bills and then more problems and yeah. more hands. Right. More more people entrenched yeah. in in the shifts that are going on. Right. And we look at this stuff in 2010, these election bills started and and we see that the lieutenant governor was appointed in 2009 and again appointed in 2013. And you kind of just have to ask some questions. Just a few. Yeah, you know, (laughs) draw those conclusions that, gee, there was some design to this. And how sad is that as they work behind the scenes to make it as bad as it is? 
And really, really fascinating is that the two, the same two people to sponsor draft, uh, bring these floor, uh, these bills to the floor are kind of the same two people over and over again. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, what Hmm. is going on here? And then one of them just happens to be a judge now. So that's interesting. Jeez, he's, he's really been appointed. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're trying to figure all of this out. Um and uh it's just uh, you yeah, know, you look. Back. I do know. It's awful. <laughs> it is. It's awful. To, it, you know what? It's hard and you're going to feel betrayed everyone because yes. this is how you, you you should feel betrayed. You truly exactly. should. Jeez. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Well, and then uh, another thing we wanted to bring up as well, going back to the lieutenant governor having power to run these elections that a lot of people don't realize is that it's the ranked choice voting mm-hmm. that allows them to run their own personal election. So if I'm a lieutenant governor, we'll just make up an example mm-hmm. who happened to want to be running for governor last year or something like that. <laughs> the ranked choice voting would allow that to happen in the primary. And Utah is the pilot state, a test state in the nation for ranked choice voting. Jeez. It can't be audited. Cannot be cannot audited. be audited. Oh my gosh! So and and you kind of look at our just the elections that happened a few days ago, and I mean I'm looking at at that like wow, RCV is doing its job for these people. Yeah, it's right. The, it's the easiest way to steal an election. I'll, yeah. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> it's sad. It's really it's hard. It's hard to hear for people because they don't want to believe it. And, and I know I was there too. And after 10 years, I can tell you, um, there's the people that are in office, uh, there's just such a little, I don't know if you want to call it a mafia type group. There, there, there is a group once they get into office, it's anything but liberty and justice for all. It's, it's anything but upholding the constitution. And that's a sad thing because I know they're parading around as conservatives, but they're not. Absolutely. And once you get control of the elections, I mean, it's, right. it's we it's, all know it's just, it's, it's over. downhill yes. from there. Yes. Exactly. yes. I mean, you. And, and it seems like, again, this thing started back in 1976 here in Utah. And I mean, you know, we have a governor who addresses himself in pronouns to please the youth. <laughs> I mean, what does that say? I mean, there it's, it's that, and we have a, I have a congressman, Congressman Chris Stewart, who is in charge of the LGBT bill for the log cabins, uh, Republicans. I mean, these people, you know, they should, they should know better, right? You would think, but no, they're, they're silently behind the scenes doing this kind of stuff. And, and, and really in front of, not even behind the scenes. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm just, why are, why are we running so fast to make Utah a globalist. Be, be the experimental state for all this stuff. Let someone else ruin their elections. Yeah, Let right. someone else roll out digital driver's license and yes. smart city. Everything else we're signing up for. Like, no, let's I not agree. be guinea pigs. I agree. And we're talking to you too, Harmons. Please boycott Harmons. Please. They've fallen off the cliff. Bar- Harmons <laughs> is horrid. And they're the only people that are supporting it along with Governor Cox. They're, they're, they're a, a horrid organization. I'm sorry. Stop shopping there. Stop buying their stuff, Harmons, because uh, Harmons is the instigator behind the. He's they're the first sponsor. Can you imagine that being your your legacy? We're the first sponsor um, to to say that. Can we combine driving with vaccine status? 
in the country. <laughs> in the country. Wow. Oh my gosh. I don't even know. So we've got, so give us about 20 seconds and then we're going to go to a break um, and we're going to come back with more. That was great information though. I think really putting all that together, uh, gals, I think is really important for people to understand how the installation of people works and then the installation of bills that, that um, absolutely are illegal for our constitution, right? And uh, I love that you did that. My hat's off to you on that. Thank you. Okay, we're gonna come right back. Um, don't go anywhere. Of course you can't, you can't miss Sophie and Jen. Aren't they great? I'm serious. This is why I have them on the show. <laughs> They're great. I'll be right back uh, with these ladies and uh, don't go anywhere. Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. Hi, this is Kate, and I just wanted to let you know about a new product that I fell in love with, and I want you to have it too, and you can get a special deal on it right now. It's a wonderful sanitizer that really cleans, hospital grade, they use electricity to do it, and it's really natural, and it's not sticky, This it doesn't have alcohol in it, it's just an amazing new product, and it's concentrated, so you actually get tons of bottles of it for a really low price and it stores well for prepping. So I would highly recommend this and get it while you can. Um, instead of $250, you can grab it for 44 bucks. This is at the bottom of my homepage. You can find the, the little ad on the, on the bottom of my homepage, katedallyradio.com. Click on it. You'll love this product. We need a new kind of clean. To do that, Clean Start combines two of nature's most powerful forces, water and electricity, to produce electrolyzed water, or HOCL. HOCL is your body's first internal response after an infection or trauma. In fact, it's significantly more effective at killing bacteria, viruses, mold and mildew than bleach or other household cleaners. Clean Start's globally patented tablet-based hand sanitizer turns any quart of tap water into FDA-approved alcohol-free hand sanitizer and registered wound care solution to a new kind of clean. Clean Start. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Man, I love this song. Whenever I think of uh, government in Utah, I always think of this. Um, song. Uh, welcome back to the show. And I uh, just wanted to, again, um, uh, Dr. Diet, do you guys realize that if you mention my name, you get 40 bucks off? <laughs> right in the door. 40 bucks off. You can actually go to Dr. Diet, get the help with weight loss. They are tremendous. They are so good at what they do. You guys don't gain weight during the holidays. There's no reason to. And right now is a great time to get your weight down and get healthy again. So don't mess around. You know you won't do it. You know you're going to say, I'm going to drop five pounds. At the end of the week, you're going to have the bag of Doritos and the Coke. So just go to Dr. Diet, bypass all that grief, go to Dr. Diet, get her done and lose the weight. Say my name, get 40 bucks off. That is an amazing deal right now. And let me just tell you, you can go in for a free body scan anytime. You'll love them. Okay. They are fantastic. And if you need glasses, go to uh, Dr. Gooch at Southwest Vision. Amazing job on my glasses. I love my glasses. I can actually read now. 
I can read on the air. I couldn't read on the air when I was doing, um, when I, when I've been doing radio. So it's really nice. Um, all right. So Sophie and Jen, you are back. And I just, uh, wanted to mention these ladies are hard at work, um, compiling information and research, they're research hounds. And I love that about them. All right, let's go. So that, so that was, that was probably the boring part of what you guys are saying. Now we get to the juice because, uh, you wanted to set that up and say, okay, this is the backdrop to what they did when you look at the plan as a whole with elections, right? A hundred percent. Now, what we shared with you before is um, it it provided the perfect setup for what Jen is going to talk about. Yeah. So I just wanted to emphasize the importance of the lieutenant governor office and but quickly also at the county clerks, which all the way also were given more power in this whole process as well, well, through the lieutenant governor. But way back in 2003, Sherry Swenson, for those who don't know, she is the Salt Lake County clerk who is over elections, among other things. She, um, she's been in for quite a while, at least 18, 20 years, probably. Too long. And she wanted electronic voting machines very badly. And she pushed and she pushed back and again, 2003. Yeah, why? <laughs> right, right. Go ahead. And mm-hmm. she ended up compromising and saying, at a minimum, we have to have them for our presidential elections. Wow. A little suspect, if you ask mm. me. Yeah, right? Right. I would say just a little. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially when yeah. you realize that she's on the board of the EAC since 2012, which is the Elections Assistance Committee. And what's interesting is each state is allotted two seats. It always goes to the Salt Lake County clerk, which means it's always Sherry Swenson, and then Utah or Weber County only. Those are the only people that have ever held the positions in, in for Utah. Yeah, they don't believe in equity when it comes to who gets to represent, right? <laughs> exactly. Right. That's so true. Yeah. That's a great point. We're bringing up Swenson because we've had kind of an interesting couple months with her personally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent in a grammar request, which is a public records request for those who don't know. Um back in September or actually in August. And I asked for any and all, you know, communications and public records between Sherry Swenson that had the words Dominion, ESNS, Trump, audit, electoral college, you know, things like that, Mm -hmm. affidavits, adjudicated, et cetera. I asked for it for three months, June through August, 2021. Um, I was given a cost of $35,000. Okay. For three months of records with one person. 30, 35,000. $35,000. That's some hot info. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Someone's sweating. Right. Um, and then I had another one for four months. The same thing came back for another $35,000. Now, what makes this really interesting is that Sophie had done some requests. Yes. That were almost, almost exactly like Jen's. Except for they were for seven years. <laughs> and she didn't have words like fraud and affidavit and oh. things like that oh. in it. Yeah. Okay. And hers for seven years were sixteen hundred dollars. Well, the word search for fraud is way more spendy. I mean, oh it God. is. I mean, it's harder to do. You actually have to type F R and then A U yeah. and then the D is hanging out there, and it's a lot of work. So it's a sixty-eight thousand dollar premium if you add the wow. word fraud, apparently, yeah. with a, in a, well, with an election. It's a hard word to type. It's long. <laughs> Well, and what's interesting, uh, again, about that is when I, I didn't just say no way, Mm -hmm. they said, you have to pay this up front. It's a minimum up front, all of it up front. They really don't want to give this info out. Go ahead. No, it's a minimum charge. It can only go higher. So when I inquired about 
well, you know, how many emails would I get for $70,000? Yeah. And here's the funny part. I get an answer in writing that says, well, we don't really know. We didn't even run a report. Oh, Okay, that makes total sense. Or they're just going to give you, I don't know, maybe a year's worth of wedding plans. I don't know. That's what Hillary did. I mean, here's my wedding plans for my daughter. (laughs) So then I said, well, what if you don't find anything? Of course, we knew there would be something. But what if you don't find anything? How do I go about getting a refund? Well, you can't have a refund. So I'm like, wait a minute. You don't know what you're selling me, but you're selling it to me. And I have a right to it for the public. But it's seventy thousand dollars with no refund, minimum only. And how are they I don't able know what to get I'm away buying? with this? How are they able to get away? That's that's we're, just extortion. How are they able to do it? it? Okay, okay, we're working on it. We're gonna make sure they don't get away with it. Yeah, exactly. Good. So then I thought, well, okay. The lady said it's a voluminous request. You know, it's gonna take forever. Blah blah. And so I just did two words for mm-hmm. two months and a couple sets of those, and it came back for seventeen thousand dollars course because i have the word things like trump and fraud and affidavit and arizona and things like that in it seventeen thousand dollars so now i'm up to eighty seven thousand dollars for my three sets of grammar requests we're going through the appeal process anyway they're not budging we've got a beautiful paper paper trail beautiful paper trail (laughs) and so then i thought last week i said well it'd be kind of interesting to see what they're saying about me because if you request grammar records about yourself technically they should be free because yeah. of the subject of the record. So right. I'm like, I gave him my last name, which is spelled very uniquely. Uh-huh. And my email address um, word that I, I go by on that. And they wrote back and said, well, um, we have almost 700 emails with those two phrases in the last six weeks. And your cost is $10,000. To, to get to get a grammar request on them using your name in emails? What they're saying about. Yeah, but it only took them two like, seconds to find out there were 700 records, but it's going to take that much money on correct. your name. Okay. Yes. So we are now up to $97,000. racket. Or who knows what. They don't know what. They won't admit what. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we're over target, right? Yeah, for we're sure. Totally over Just target. slightly over target. And it's another interesting thing that came across in, in 2021. Um, Swenson's office to... Um, had actually admitted in writing that they have destroyed records after a grammar request. Somebody went to, we have this again in writing as well. Um, they requested a, a copy of those records again. They said, we can't, we've destroyed them. Unbelievable. Shouldn't that be illegal? I mean, considering All it's a grammar request, aren't there rules and guidelines to the grammar requests? There are. Uh-huh. There are laws. But there's no, there's no, accountability accountability like nobody's watching to say hey you can't do that or this or you can't you know give some you know extortion amount or okay so geez this is sick this is sickening to hear Um, it gets better yeah it gets better so okay so do i okay so um for utah and most states like getting the withheld and private voter rolls is Mm -hmm. like the missing piece to the puzzle to look at the data and see what could possibly be happening with our elections. Yeah, it's usually about 20%, right? It's usually 20%. So um, by law, our Lieutenant Governor, Deidre Henderson, needs to um, turn those over to any legislator that asks asks for them. Okay. Well, um, Phil Lyman asked Uh for them. Yeah, I love Phil. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, yep. we Owl. love absolute Phil. hero. It's a good yes. man. Both of them. Good yes. man. And then Steve Christiansen asked. Mm-hmm. For These are both representatives. If you're listening, uh-huh. they're both. Re- and 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 um and first, I think Deidre kind of brushed them off, brushed them mm-hmm. off, brushed them off, and then um she finally gave a formal denial to them, and um. I, I'm just so it's just and, so and they were simply they were simply asking for what just the withheld but they weren't asked they were like you can uh, you cannot give me the addresses the voter can. rolls the voter yeah, rolls oh I'm sorry yeah, yeah the voter I'm just okay. you know of course the Tribune like twisted this whole story and said that that our legislators were asking for private um, you know very mm. very Important information. But we can ask if you've had a vaccine. That's not private. (laughs) Yes. But ask about voting in private. Okay. Exactly. They have a legal right to this. They have a legal right right. to this and they still can't get it. Exactly. And they are refused. And this is so important to fitting all of this data and and all of the discrepancies. They're refusing our own representatives that we've elected in government. Their requests for information. And, And there is there is laws written down saying they have privy to these roles. Anyway, the reason we're bringing this up, the main reason we're bringing this up is we really, really need every Utah that cares about our elections. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't do it anyway. Yeah, if you don't, like election integrity is, uh, it is vital. It's everything. Um, it's, it's everything. everything. It, it all starts from there. Um, it's the so what do you need insult. them to do? This is what we need them to do. We need them to contact the attorney general in writing, please. Emails are probably the best Then We have a record of it and let him know that they need to, first of all, subpoena the Lieutenant Governor Henderson for breaking the law Mm -hmm. and require that she give the full voter rolls for 2020, including private. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Can yes. you put that on a um, on a note? Send it to me. I will give, and so that way you can go right to show notes, get this letter, send it. That way you don't even have to remember this information. You don't have to write it. You can actually yep. just copy and paste and go to your email. Amazing. Can you guys do that for amazing. me? Okay. That's amazing. And then we just have one more. And okay. then we also, to the attorney general, need an injunction to be started to stop the counties and the state from destroying any voting or related material. Okay. We would add in public records okay. um, from the 2020 elections. Okay. They should not be destroying this stuff. So and both we, of these we, go we, to the attorney general? Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. And, and, and why this is so critical is we only have till September. So, um, so every letter you guys send is worth a thousand letters to them. So it's like uh, you just did a thousand letters worth of work if you just send one, right? Yes. So if yes. everybody was doing this, they could not ignore this. Okay. Absolutely. If we had an this will be on show notes before the end yes. of the show, ladies, get me that letter and addressed and everything. All somebody has to do is copy and paste. I'll put it on show notes. Please go there and get it. Please, I'm begging. We can do that. And Kate, we just want to make you know, we want to make ourselves very clear. We're not asking for um any overturning of elections, um, changing any results. We're not mm-hmm. asking for that. We're asking for transparency, mm-hmm. um, accuracy, verification, yeah, and just 
exploring yeah, our new precious rights. They're certainly uh, verifying uh, verifying our vaccine. They certainly have no problem doing that. I can't imagine why this would be a difficult task. They audit our taxes. We I don't mean, have any privacy. I mean, my gosh, I'm surprised they're not asking for colonoscopy dates. I mean, we're in a, we're in a place in America where no private information is to be had. So I can't imagine them all of a sudden saying voter voter information so private yep. and so precious as we defile it every day that we can't give you any voter rolls or any of this information to the representatives 100%. that are requesting it. And that was our lieutenant governor. She keeps on using that excuse like, oh, but it's private. It's withheld. No, no, no. By no. law, you have to give these to our representatives. Right. Um, and um, most importantly, well, not mm-hmm. most importantly, but it would be great in, in that statement. And we'll give it to you. Okay. But we needed them. Um, we need them to give over these private private and withheld voter rolls over to the government and operations committee, okay. both in the Senate and the House. And we can send you the names okay. with the emails for these people. Um, Phil Phil is on yes. this. Um, yes, I'll, I'll be asking the, Phil to come on the show. Also, Steve Christian, and, and hopefully they will. This is very yes. timely. This is very timely. We do have some interest in this how mm-hmm. much will depend on how much the people demand it right now yeah well they yeah. they'll be the it'll be the art of hypocrisy if they say vaccines can be known but this can't be so i'm just waiting for that one because man we'll have some real tape on that i just 100%. i can't imagine you know um that the little conservative utah people get surprised when they find out how conservative we are but then how liberal we are in salt lake and in government so that's always amazing to me And it should be amazing to all of you that want to put heads in the sand that realize just how bad it is in our state government. And Kate, just really quickly, Mm -hmm. just another plug for Mm utahfreedomcoalition.org. They has Mm -hmm. everything you need to know. Okay, so utahfreedomcoalition.org. utahfreedomcoalition.org I will put the letter on show notes go grab it, copy, paste it, send it send it to everybody on your email list put it on social media, let's rock this Sophie and Jen, you gals are amazing see you next Wednesday see you next Wednesday and uh, aren't they great? and I'll be right back with Melissa do not go anywhere Hi, this is Kate. Make sure and go to preparewithkate.com. Preparewithkate.com. You're going to get special deals from my Patriot Supply and a payment plan. Isn't that amazing? You can do this on payments, which makes it easier on the budget. But make sure you have a food supply. Make sure you're um, adding to that food supply. All you need to do is go to preparewithkate.com. Thanks, you guys.